Chief Radio. Chief's Briefs. Hi guys, you are listening to Chief Radio and I am Kirsty Baird and this is one of our Chief's Briefs segments that we're about to do today. I am about to talk to Cameron Ledwidge. Now, myself and Cameron have never actually met physically real time, but our paths crossed last year when we both charted at different times of 2020 in the official Scottish chart when it did actually exist. Hanley and the Baird charted in April with Follow the Rainbows and Cameron Ledwidge charted in August with Sometimes in Love. We did chat back then on Zoom and we just chatted about experiences and how it all went and how it felt. And now we're going to chat again because Cameron has just been in The Voice. Yes, The Voice on the TV, you know, with Tom Jones and Anne-Marie and Ollie Murs and Will I Am. Um, so we're going to speak to him about his experiences of that, how it felt to be on the show and what his plans for the future are. But not before we listen to his single, Sometimes in Love. One last touch before I give this all up And I know it scared me to think about you in somebody's arms And those three words that we would always say Are fading away Slipping away off of my tongue But I'll always remember The people that we used to be Sometimes in love we get lost And sometimes in love we can find That the truth in our hearts is Never the same in our minds It's never the same in our minds Sometimes in love we feel whole And sometimes in love we feel nothing at all But our way Yes, our way Oh, our way For one last kiss I promise I'll make it a good one Cause it's the last One that we will ever know And those three words That we would say Too much Faded away And slipped away Out of my mouth But I'll always remember the way that you held on to me Sometimes in love we get lost And sometimes in love we can find That the truth in our hearts is never the same in our minds Sometimes in love we can lose And sometimes in love we can feel Like we used so I was 
walk away, walk away, walk away, walk away. And these last words I never thought I would say, but I walk away, I walk away, I walk away. Chiefs briefs. Hi Cameron, how are you today? Hi Kirsty, I'm very good, thank you. How about yourself? I'm alright. So I'm speaking to you for, well, probably a few reasons actually, because we met early last year, I think, when we were talking about the official Scottish chart, which we can actually cover a wee bit later, but obviously you've been quite busy um, in The Voice. So what made you decide that you wanted to go for The Voice? I think it's like one of those things is, in my position where I was at, um, with COVID and, you know, not much things going on, I, w- I was wanting to make 2020 my year for music where I I just stepped out of school and I was into the music world gigging and releasing stuff but then obviously COVID hit and it put me in a position where you know my plans kind of got kept back and then I seen like this this opening to apply for The Voice and you know I I didn't have anything else to do so it's you know the opportunity to be on stage in front of you know the, the public and in front of four amazing coaches and I just, I just couldn't really turn it down because it's an opportunity to, to get myself known and give me a platform to, to take a step up onto. Okay, and as much as we are actually only watching this on our TVs just now, you have actually been doing this a wee while, haven't you? I have. Um, the, the process started back in June. I received a message from one of the ITV scouts and, and then from there it kind of just all kicked off, like Zoom auditions and sending videos away, me singing so that the producers could could see if, if they wanted me on the show um, and then yeah there was a there was a callback edition in London in like August just after I released uh, my, my last track um, and then you know I done that went down with my mum and then you know fortunately I got through the callback and got myself a, a blind edition. So was that not a bit weird kind of going down there because this would have been right in the minute like in the in the middle of all mm. of Covid and lockdown and stuff so how weird was that? It was um, it was kind of strange, but I think it was pro- it was when the eat out to help out was happening. So it was probably like the the most normality that mm. there was. Um, but obviously, I'd never been to London before, um, so I didn't really obviously properly experience what it could have been. Um, it was okay because you were out with your mum. I was I was brilliant, honestly. Me and my mum have never <laughs> been away on our own. Um, so we we got to get a wee a wee holiday away, and, and we were only supposed to be down there for like a day. Um, but my mum just booked extra nights and, and we made the most of it and we, and we ate a lot of food. Um, we ate a lot of food um, with the year to help out. I think one day, the day after my, my callback edition, we had a big breakfast and then we had a Wagamama's and then we had a Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> and then we, we were going to go for cocktails because I'd just turned 18 and never really had the chance to like, you know go out. Um, but we were just that stuff, we just went to bed. <laughs> Is your mum a big influence on you? I think my family is, yeah. Um, they're they're harsh but fair. I think when it comes to the music, um, you know, I, I'm still trying to find the artist I want to be, and um, they kind of guide me in certain places where you know, if they like a song, they'll tell me. If they don't like a song, they'll definitely tell me. Um, so it's just about you know looking at the feedback and the constructive criticism and and getting better from that. And and I think everybody needs that because if 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 you're making your own music or if you're making your own decisions you're always going to base it off what you think and, and not necessarily from others. But if you get that feedback from someone like your family that knows you, then 
it's the, the best thing you can get really so what i like to do when i get people onto the show to do these chief briefs um shows i like to them to give me a list of music that they can choose basically the songs that go in the chat so i have to say cameron your list is actually it's, it's really nice it's just it's nice and it's it's really Every single song is different mm. um, because I have just noticed that there's a wee Ollie Murs one in there. Dance yeah. With Me Tonight. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, following on from The Voice, it's, it's a song that I think it was like one of my first albums. I got I got it at Christmas. Um, he'd just been on The X Factor and I remember it, it was Christmas Day and it was on repeat. And, you know, just the way it starts, it, it introduces who he is. I don't know why, it's just completely different. Um, and yeah, just again, dance with me tonight. It gets you up and dancing. It gets you in a good mood, and 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 he's a performer, and this is definitely a good performance.
Anne Pauline doing a wee jig in Bonnie Rig at all the brilliant music. So, let's be brief. Just listen to the chief. Um, so how did you both feel, both you and your mum then, when you got through the blind audition? Oh, it was amazing. I think in the footage, um, the edit, you can just hear my mum like screaming. <laughs> and then um, I didn't get shown, but my dad was jumping about like a madman as well. And then my brother, he, my mum said he was shaking the whole way through it. Um, and my brother's quite quiet. Um, well, he looks quiet, but he's not actually quiet. He just, you know, he's just a bit public shyness. Um, but no, is your brother was, older than you, or is he younger than you? I know he's 12, he's turning 13 this year, so he's um, six years younger than me, but um, he's, he's nearly the same height, which is worrying, he's, he's very tall. So how did you feel, um, I mean it's a silly question really, but I can imagine how you felt, so you had the mm -hmm. whole high of getting through the blind, mm -hmm. and then to be put out in the battle, how does mm -hmm. put that into words, how does that actually feel? Well I think after my blind I was a bit shocked because I had a voice break during the performance, and it was kind of like, oh, I've, I've got through here, this is, this is it, kind of thing. Um, but I wasn't actually happy with my performance in, in the blind because I did have that voice break and it wasn't, you know, as good as it could have been. Um, whereas for the battle, because it was like a song that didn't really suit me and and I, and I wasn't very happy with the song, but I eventually came to grips with it and like made it my own. I, I really enjoyed the performance in the battle, um, even though I did get put out, um, because I went into it with a lot more confidence. Because I'm quite normally a confident person, whereas in the blind, I think it was like. It was exhausting because it was a long day, I hadn't eaten. It was like the pressure of, oh, if, if you get through this, it could be a mad um, experience. I mean, I don't know you that well, Cameron, but every time I have seen you, you've had your guitar around your neck. So how did, did it feel like you were quite exposed when you were doing this because you were just standing singing and you weren't playing or did it not bother you not having the guitar? I, it's the first time I'd ever, well, I mean, I'd done musical theatre at school. Um, so I'd, I'd had that, you know, singing on stage, but it was always with someone else without the guitar. Um, so I guess that was like the protective barrier then, but um, singing without the guitar, I felt really, not uncomfortable, but um, I, I was holding on to the microphone stand for dear life. It was like, it was like my wee <laughs> protector, because um, most, you know, guitarists and musicians that, you know, sing with a guitar say that without the guitar, you kind of feel like naked and exposed. Um, I don't know if you'll feel the same, but um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a different experience just having the microphone. Yeah, I do. I get. I do feel in slightly similar to you. If you've got your guitar or your piano there, you have something else to focus on while you mm. are singing. Um, mm. And I think sometimes I, I do feel though that if you if you don't have the instrument there, you can give a hundred percent to your vocal, um, yeah. which is obviously slightly better for the vocal. But I do. Yeah, you you can kind of lose yourself in it a little bit more if you can, if you've got that as you said that protective instrument there in front of you. Mm. Um, so I just I just wondered because. Like I said, you could sing quite often without the guitar, for for all mm. I know. But I kind of yeah. got the impression you were mostly with the guitar, so that's why yeah. I asked that question. How how often did you spend time? Did you get to meet all the coaches, or or, or not really? It was not not really. If I'm being honest, um, with obviously COVID, um, there was a lot of rules and regulations in place regarding everything. Like we couldn't have any contact with anybody. It was always distance, and if we were walking through the studios. I would like be with masks. The only time we really got to take the masks off, or we'd have our own like little square, or two meter square, in, in the offices when during rehearsals and during the blinds, and the battle. Sorry, um, and we were all separated from each other, so it was always like a distance from each other. And then the only time we had the mask off, apart from that, was during filming. And again, we'd all be two meters apart, or 
if we were singing, it'd have to be three meters. Um, so, so coaches wise, we only really well. I only got to get to speak to Anne Marie out out with the the performances, um, just because you know COVID and having to keep away from each other. And um, I mean, I think if it had been a regular series, we'd have got more opportunities with our coach as well as other coaches because I think it was just strictly, you know, what you need to do for filming because we can't risk anything. Um, so I guess in that respect, it was a bit. You know, not disappointing, but it, it couldn't have been what it could have been. Yeah. Um, but nah, um, f- from, you know, speaking to them during performances, they are genuine people. Like, they are exactly what you see. There's obviously quite a lot of of edited, you know, scenes because um, there's a lot of comments throughout my blind and my battle that didn't get shown. Um, but that's just time-wise and, and all these kind of kind of feedback, you know, will stick with me and I'll, I'll take going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what kind of bits of feedback did they give you then that you think like what was the biggest thing that you learned that you're going to take forward well I think see and my, my blind they obviously did pull up on like you know my voice break um, but to- Sir Tom Jones said that he was going to turn like that that in itself you know because he is like an, a legend a complete legend and I'm sure there'll be a lot of people listening that, that love Tom Jones because his voice is like on another level Um and he, he just said, you know, you've got some real potential. Like, you, you don't look like how you sound. And I was like, I, I said to him, is that a bad thing? <laughs> and he laughed and he was like, no, 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 no. Like, um, so, so you know, hearing stuff like that. And then Ollie Murr said to me uh, after the battle, because I was, I was enjoying myself. I was dancing about. I was happy. Like, you know, he said to me, you're so infectious, man. You just totally light up the room. And, and, and if anything, that was probably my, fa- my favorite comment because he was like, oh, you make an impact and stuff. Um, because that kind of, you know, it's not just my, my singing abilities, but it's me as a person. And, and I've always said that, you know, I, I like to spread joy and I, I like to, you know, create an impact. So from hearing that after, you know, Ollie Murr seen me twice, that, that that's a bigger compliment than anything he could have said about my singing. Yeah, but I think you're a nice boy though, Cameron. I mean, I've never actually met you. I think I've met you once on Zoom and I think this is possible mm. the second conversation we've actually have. But yep. I think you, you sound like just a nice grounded lad. And I think the fact that you've mentioned your mum so often and your family in mm. this interview as well just speaks volumes. And yep. I'm just looking at your choices of songs here because we've got everything from The Proclaimers to Paolo Natini to Fleetwood Mac to Ollie Murs. So do you mm. want to go through some of your song choices here as to... Um, I actually think there's a touch by the Proclaimers is is probably one of the best Proclaimers. Songs yeah, it's so underrated. No, people, no, no one ever talks about it. It's happy. It's cheery. It's got uh-huh. that really. I don't know. It's just like you could actually spring through the streets of Edinburgh and yeah. dance to that song. Um, I, so- I used to um, listen to it when we were taking off on a plane because um, I'd get a bit nervous in some t- like some points, but. So if you put that on, you just can't help but like tap your feet and jump about. <laughs> I just I just think it's great. When they 
Hi, my name's Cameron Ledwidge, and you're listening to Chief Radio. Chief Radio. So what did your mum say when you didn't get through? So when you lost that battle, so what is there anything that you can share with us that your mum actually said to you about it? Um, I think they were more happy after this one as well, um, because in the f- footage for the blind, like they, they look nervous, and, and my mum said to me, or said to my dad, sorry, before I came on, oh, you look so nervous. Um, but then when I came on for the battle, my mum and dad looked really happy and I was waving to them before like, you know, they started filming. And um, I was just, I was buzzing and I, and I think they were, they were happier for me because they knew how much I enjoyed the battle. And my mum was like, you, you know, saying, you know, you're only 18. Like you, that, that is, this is not the end for me. This is just the beginning. And I've said that a few times. Um, this is the, the, the first and only thing I've really done. So um, they were just, they were proud of me because they knew that, I put everything into it and and I enjoyed it and I came across as myself and I think that was the main point that they wanted. They didn't want me to come across as someone I'm not. You've got a new single coming out on this Friday. Is it Friday 5th of March? Friday the 5th of March, yes. Um, it's Sometimes in Love acoustic version. Um, mm-hmm. So this is a song, like I have re- released a version of it before, which is the original version, which I like to call the B-Tech because it's not as good. Um, <laughs> it's still a great, I mean, I still think it's a great song, but um, with this one that's coming out on Friday, it's um, very much, it's it's a lot better quality. The sound quality, my vocal qualities in it as well. Because um, I, ha- I went back and I, and I looked at it again and 
I done all my vocals because my vocals have got stronger with the voice, and I then sent it um, to get produced by a man called Barry Frame, who is actually a tutor for music production at um, Fort Valley College. So, you know, who better to produce your music than someone that teaches how how to produce? Um, and he's a lovely man as well. He I've worked on with him for a few things that I've done. Um, but yeah, that this one it, it brings something different, I think, than the original. It's it's got that. Someone said to me, it makes you feel like you're in an empty theatre and the whole sound surrounds you. Um, so if you're wearing headphones, it's like you can, it, it completely fills every single wee crevice. Uh, you can hear everything. And then in the chorus, Barry added some violin. So it totally lifts that, that feel of the song, that overall, like, you know, connotations of like, you know, the love and the whole wholesome and stuff. So it, it totally fills, fills the noise in. So, Cameron, I'm just going through the rest of your song list here, and I want you to tell me, Paolo Nottini, is he is he one of your idols, or do you just like that song? Uh, definitely. I mean, see, being a fellow Scot, like, seeing how you know how well loved he is across Scotland, um, and obviously his songs are incredible. And, and this one is uh, it's it's the song that gets me up and dancing at a party. Um, do you want to introduce it, Cameron? I would love to. So, this is "Pencil Full of Lead" by Paolo Nottini. The reason that we know each other is because both of uh, both of us charted in the official Scottish chart last year. Mm-hmm. I was April. Um, what what month were you? I was August. 
August. So between, um, and actually, I think there was 12 people that actually charted in the mm. official Scottish chart, um, not just Scottish people, up and down the country, actually. So that's how we know each other, because um, we both charted there. Um, and and how do you, so basically, how do you feel about the fact that the Scottish chart is no more? So this is a chart that you actually managed to chart in and relatively easily, it has to be mm -hmm. said. So how do you feel about the fact that that's not going to happen this time um, with this song or with any other songs that you actually release in the future? I think, it's one of the things where I didn't ever expect to get there in the first place, if I'm being honest. But, you know, after, you know, having having that experience of what it's like, Having that as a, as an artist that you've charted in your country, it, it's it shows that you've you've got that level of standard and that level of support. And I think that without it, it's harder to push your music. Because um, when I when I obviously was getting up the charts and I could see I was getting up the charts, you've got that chance to be like, look, there's a possibility I could chart in Scotland and I could chart high, and people get behind you more. Whereas I think with this song that's coming out. I'm really pushing it towards like your, your streaming services, so like your Spotify, because I don't want people spending their money on iTunes because it's not going to do anything. It's not going to have an impact. Um, whereas my obviously my other ones had that possibility to, to go into the charts, and this time I'm I'm going more for the streaming platforms and hoping that by getting in the algorithms and stuff and by people listening that more people see it and and I get that that greater exposure. Um, but no, nah, I don't know why they stopped it because, uh, you know, there's a lot of talented Scottish artists out there that that this gives them real credit for it. Um, let's talk about Fleetwood Mac. I mean, Fleetwood Mac just have to be one of the best bands in the entire world. And that this song that you've asked for, Dreams, this was the one that probably kick-started their return to music just now because mm -hmm. of that. Um, the video went Because viral. of that video. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I um, I didn't actually know all the songs they had, had written um, and released. Um, I'd obviously heard of them, but um, being being on the Voice, people were talking about them more. And then obviously this video appeared, and I was I was I was dancing about my room um, actually the, the night before my battle, singing to Dreams because um, it was raining outside, <laughs> and I was like, "Thunder only happens." <laughs> I was just loving it, and I was just getting in the zone, and nah, it's, it's an amazing uh, song, and um, you know, oh, Fleetwood Mac are incredible.
your family driving you crazy during lockdown? Why not come and join Sing in the City family? We're not crazy at all. I am Wendy, I live in Leith and I choose Sing in the City because it's a fun way to meet new friends, gain confidence, try new things and sing your hearts out together every week. Hi, I'm Jill and I live in Bathgate and I choose Sing in the City because for two hours you get to be yourself, forget your troubles and sing and dance like a loon. Best thanks. Hi, I'm Linda and I live in Fife. I choose Sing in the City because I love being part of such a supportive, empowering and positive team. And when we sing together, it feels like a wee spark of magic. I'm Margaret Shepherd and I'm from Linlithgow. And I chose Sing in the City because I've always loved music and singing and thought it would be a fun hobby. I never imagined that it would enhance my life in so many ways. It's a joy to be part of the choir and I've met so many new friends. Best thing I've ever done. Thanks, I am Margaret Shepherd's husband from Lumerco and I have lost my wife to sing in the city. <laughs> and I'm Kirsty Baird and I thought I'd let my members tell you why they chose Sing in the City. So why not come and take a free trial? Chief Radio. Have you been writing new stuff as well? I have. I, I, I'm kind of all, I always write, I always have. I, I've even apart from the songs I've got, I've, I've got a, a, a large bank collection of all my songs that I've been writing since I, I was uh, 14 then. And there's a lot of good ones in there. But I, like, I mean, I know I'm obviously going to say that because I've wrote them and stuff. <laughs> but, um, you know, the, people seem to like them. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying writing and I think that, you know, with all the contacts and people I've met through The Voice, like, I'm going to be writing with other people as well. And I've always said if you know if the career doesn't work for me, I want to find out how to get into songwriting because I, I've got a right enjoyment for it, and and you know people seem to like the words I write, so why not? Do you have a do you have a band at the moment? Um, nah, it's just it's just me. It's it's really just me. I, I, I kind of do uh, most of the stuff on my own. You know the the writing, the the instrumentation. Obviously, I, I I've I've now acquired you know production and like people that will help me you know record the songs. Um, and then there's like obviously people like yourself and other radio stations and and people that work in the music business that you know help and push me when I do have music and I do have things. But um, apart from that, it is genuinely just me. I've uh, no management, no label, nothing. But um, again, as I said, it's people like yourself that you know really push me and really get me into places that I never thought I'd get to. So all the support is just like you know that's that is my favourite part of it because. Um, it's the support that gets you, you know, places. Um, and obviously hard work as well. I think hard work and, and people supporting you and, you know, being being nice people that they are. It's, uh, that's what makes us small artists into the, the artists we want to be. One of your other artists that you have got on your list of songs that you sent me through was Frank Sinatra. Do you want to talk to me about Frank Sinatra, Cameron? Yes. Um, this is a song that actually my brother um, loves. Um, and I, and I, it's on a few of my playlists. Um, I asked him like the other week, "Oh, what's your favourite song?" And and him being twelve, I was expecting something really current. He was like, "Oh, uh, Fly Me to the Moon" by Frank Sinatra, and I was like, 12 <laughs> And he's listening to that. So um, nah, it's, it's one of these songs that it's a bit different from you know what I'd usually listen to, and it's got that jazzy bluesy feel to it, and it just gets you snapping your fingers. Yeah, no, we do that song with the choir and it is like it is a bit of an old crooner song. Uh Do you want to introduce your Frank Sinatra song, Cameron? Yes, please. This is Fly Me to the Moon. 
Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars In other words Hold my hand In other words Baby, kiss me Fill my heart with song And let me sing forevermore You are all I long for All I worship and adore In other words Please be true In other words I love you incredibly impossible to get your songs played on the radio and it is now even harder so i just think that you know it's really important that people like us and others all stick together you have to be nice because actually where is the point of not being nice but where does your be kind where does that comment come from um i've just kind of always you know uh wanted to spread positivity i I went through quite a tough time with my mental health and stuff and um, you know, I was always kind of thinking negatively, and you know, thinking about the bad things, and 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 you know, what what basically just overthinking about everything that that was going on. And what once I kind of came through that, I, I realised that there's no point in being negative, and because it doesn't get you anywhere. If anything, it makes you worse. Um, and I think that whole be kind message, um, it came up when I was doing a video one day, and I was like kind of signing it off, and I just. I just felt quite motivational um, because I, you know, I came through all this phase, and I was starting to realise that by being positive, not only with yourself but with other people, it makes such a huge difference. Because there's no point in putting someone down or saying even just a negative, sly comment to someone that that you might not think of much, but you never know what that person's thinking inside. And I think, especially with me, like if if you had known me at the time, you wouldn't expect anything like of it. So. 
you never really know how someone's feeling on the inside and I think that's why you should always just be kind um, because it does spread that and you know one little comment could could completely impact someone's day week month whatever um, so yeah the, the whole be kind message and as you said um, people you know like yourselves that, that spread people's music and it's needed because and regardless of like you know the level you're at or how how well you're known i think it's all just about you know helping others out and because there's a lot of good people out there and and they don't get the chance to to show that so i think it's definitely about helping yeah and i actually agree with you on the whole thing about not knowing what somebody's thinking inside and i i've done many gigs and as a as a singer singer-songwriter, musician, or even if you're just doing a covers gig and you're out there and you're looking at your audience, it's really easy to fixate on that one person that's sitting absolutely glowering at you. And what you end up doing is start thinking, oh my God, she hates me. This is just terrible. This is, I must be rubbish. And actually, Mm -hmm. that woman's actually just sitting and she's just no smiling. But actually at the end of a couple of songs, she's, you know, up on the tables dancing within five minutes. And it is very, very easy Mm -hmm. to actually convince yourself that um, something is a certain way when actual fact, the reality is another Mm way. So Cameron, are you a bit of an 80s boy at heart there? Because I can see that you've got an erasure tune that is in your list of songs that you wanted to play today yes um i was always kind of like going to football with my dad he'd, he'd, ha- he'd have different albums in his car and uh, he had one of erasure's albums um and this song it just the harmonies in it i think are amazing the, the high notes and falsettos that are hitting it gets you grooving and you know a little bit of little bit of respect please and stuff and ah uh, it's just great and and me and a few of the uni boys like to sing it as well in the karaoke so Why you make me work so hard That 
So see that other guy, because um, there's another Scottish artist in left in the voice now, isn't it? What what's his name? Craig Eddie. Yes, he's also from. Um, he he lives ten minutes away from me, which I think's and mad because we didn't actually know each other until we met in the team and the uh, Zoom call. And so you never so you stayed ten minutes away from you. You'd never met, and obviously you, you know you know each other now. So are you going to be championing him then? Oh, definitely. I've got to. Um, I think I've I've not only you know just met him as a voice, but he's definitely like one of my friends, and and we've got some plans and and stuff for the future, songwriting wise, because he's obviously picked up on you know the songs I write, and he and he likes what I do, and his song his songs that he writes as well. I, I'm I'm very in, you know interested in them because we're quite similar. In, in that sense, and and he does all the production side, and I mean, if you've heard his voice, that the man's the man's got it. <laughs> what about what about boy bands? Because you've got a McFly in there. Oh, I do a McFly. I think see with uh, recent times, and they, they just released a new album not long ago. Um, so it kind of got me back into listening to them, and and obviously this is a good song. Ah, oh, pardon the pun. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> you, 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 should did be, you should be a radio presenter. Recently I've been Hopelessly reaching Out for this girl Who's out of this world Believe me And she's got a boyfriend He drives me round the bend Cause he's 23 He's in the Marines He killed me So many nights now I find myself thinking about her now Cause obviously she's out of my league But how can I win? She keeps dragging me in And I know I never will be good enough for her No, no I never will be good enough for her To escape now Get on a plane now And up to LA And that's where I'll stay For two years And put her behind me Go to a place where she can find me Cause obviously She's out of my league I'm wasting my time She'll never be mine and I know I Never will be good enough 
Carol. I love to listen to great music while I'm driving, so I'm on the go with Chief Radio. So, Cameron, I know that it's a bit, nobody can really say what they're going to be up to over the next three, four, five months, but do you think that you've got any gigs scheduled coming up? Uh, I do actually have one scheduled uh, in June. It's June the 19th. It is at Garage Attic Bar in Glasgow, um, which, you know, being COVID and stuff, I'm, I'm f- fingers crossed it's going ahead. Um, but regardless of that, you can still find tickets on my website, which is uh, CameronLedwidge.com. Very official. Um, you can. <laughs> so, very official. You can find it at the bottom of that page, and it, um, it says shows. And even if it doesn't go ahead, it will be carried on. And it will be getting rescheduled. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that it sells out. Um, fingers crossed. I think that with everything I've got planned, it, it hopefully should. So if you are interested, I definitely recommend to get them ASAP. Absolutely. And I've just noticed that you've got Michael Bublé on your list here. It's a beautiful oh. day. Again, I like the song, but I didn't expect to see it on an 18-year-old's playlist. It's actually one of those ones where um, me, me and the boys at uni made a, a joint playlist together um, on Spotify that we all add songs to. And, and it's one that popped up on that that, you know, they're, they're obsessed with Michael Bublé on my course. I don't know, like, you know, I'd always listen to, like, a few of the <laughs> albums and I, I like Home, but I think Beautiful Day, it just... The, the words behind it, it's just, oh, again, it's, it's one of those songs you just can't help but love. He is a really good singer, though, isn't he? He's oh, good, he is a good singer. The man's voice, oh, I, I see why the women love him. I see why the women love him. And he's quite cute. He's a, he's a cute-looking boy as well. Oh, no, yeah, definitely. And, and I think he knows it, but, like, see the suit. Like, see, see, see anyone that can pull off a suit like that <laughs> and just wear it every time he performs. The, the, man, the man's... Got the voice for it as well. Definitely, the voice is incredible. What do you look like in a suit? Depends what you ask. <laughs> it depends what you ask. I don't know why you think that you could help me when you couldn't get by by yourself. And I don't know who would ever want to tell the seam of someone's dream. Said that we should just be friends While well, I came up with that line And I'm sure that it's for the best If you ever change your mind Don't hold your breath Cause you may not believe That baby I'm really When you said goodbye
I can see here that we've got Dermot Kennedy. I quite like Dermot Kennedy, and you've mm-hmm. listed his song "Rome" as one of your favourites. Why is that? Um, I've I had tickets to see him, but obviously it didn't happen. And um, me and my my best friend uh, listen to like you know his songs quite a lot. And and with this one, it's it's a song I wish I'd wrote. I, I, every time it comes on, I can't I can't help but sing it. And it's it's on my run playlist. I don't know why I enjoy listening to it when I'm running, but um, I I just. So, some of the words in it, he, he's definitely a lyrical genius, if I'm being honest, Dermot Kennedy. And it's like the aspirations that, that I'd like to, to get to the level he's at. And, you know, Rome, it's just, if you haven't heard it, I think after you hear it, you'll definitely be typing it up and, and giving it another listen. So what's the past for a needed of love? Don't last long, you can run around infinite in my head. Oh, you can't see, oh, I'd say if you asked me Now you know I care, but it's hard to tell when you're scared But last night, it hurt me to hear you say it felt broken And even though I tried, all these memories run my mind in slow motion do you remember when midnight drives when you'd sing I'd play you songs you were in I just want to be there again Do you remember when with Roma Lois that day You said I wish we could stay I just want to be there again Remember that first laugh all the change once I had that Like a hurricane but I don't care where I land so that's carefree, I hope that's easier knowing me Now your soul is yours, but I'll help you move if I can But last night, it hurt me to hear you say it felt broken And even though I tried, all these memories run my mind in slow motion do you remember when midnight drives when you'd sing I'd play you songs you were in I just wanna be there again you remember when with Roma Lois that day You said I wish we could stay I just wanna be there again Do you remember when, oh Do you remember when I don't ever want to leave when you cry I 
know I give you reasons to hide I need you to stay by my side First shooting star that you ever saw We were out on our feet, though, right? Opening the car door for light I really thought I'd lose you that time Do you remember when midnight drives when you'd sing I'd play you songs you were in I just wanna be there again Do you remember when with Roma Lois that day You said I wish we could stay I just wanna be there again Do you remember when oh, Do you remember when Do you remember when oh, Do you remember when Okay, let's give that one a wee play right now then. Imagine all these gigs that we're going to get to go, because I mean, I think there's probably about four gigs that I should have gone to, like mm -hmm. as in gone to see an artist last year. Imagine yep. all these gigs that, you know, they're going to have to cram into a short space of time, either this year or next year. I mean, I'm, we're going to spend the next 12 months like constantly at gigs, what do you think? I think it's brilliant. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I, I hadn't actually been to many gigs my whole life. Um... My first gig I went to, it was uh, Jeff Lynne's ELO, which I think is, is for, for a, I think I was 15 at the time, and I hadn't been to a gig. And um, seeing Electric Light Orchestra, it set, it set the standard very high. Um, and yeah, I, I, ever since, like I, every time I see somebody come up, I'm like, okay, I'm going to that. <laughs> I just love it. Gigs are, um, you, you can't beat a gig. You can't no, be. you can't beat a gig. Uh, but I have to say, there's the better thing than being at a gig is performing at the gig. Uh, there's there's nothing that will ever beat, actually. I always get a bit... I, I like going to gigs, but when I'm there, I just think, oh, I might be on the stage. Do you not feel like that? Yeah, definitely, actually. It's, it's bad. I think it's bad because you just get upset, if I'm being honest. Because um, <laughs> I've never really done a gig, and I was supposed to have my first headline gig um, last August, and then it got moved to December, and then it's now happening in June, fingers crossed. Um, and I think every time you're at a gig and it's someone you love um, to, to, to watch and listen to, you're just like, oh, I wish that was me. And every time I've been at the Hydro, I, I say to myself, I'll be on that stage one day. That'll be me. People will be here Absolutely. to see me. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, we're exactly the same. We're, mm. I think at the bottom line is, Cameron, we're just a bunch of show-offs. <laughs> I think that's what it, a bunch of insecure, sensitive show-offs. That's all us musicians are. Hey, but you know, we we spread you know our songs to other people, and and you know, I, I think that music's an escape, especially for for listening. So, we might be insecure show-offs, but people love us for it. So, Cameron, one of your <laughs> other songs that are in your list is "Take It Easy" by The Surfaces. Is there a reason for that? I feel like it's not a known song, to be honest. Um, I, I got listening to it um in in summer last year, and I had it on repeat. It's just. It's got a dead nice feel to it. Um, it it's very kind of modern and, and vibey as such. It, it really gets you grooving. I don't know why I've said grooving there. Um, <laughs> but, um, the word just not used enough, out, Cameron. I slipped out my mouth. I didn't mean it. Um, Let's just embrace the word grooving and say it again. Grooving. Yes, grooving. This is yeah. Surfaces Take It Easy and it's going to get you grooving.
take it easy yeah. Make yourself right at home mm-hmm. And never leave me yeah. You don't have to view alone yeah. oh, oh. I'll slip off your shoes and Let everything come naturally I'll loosen the grip of what you need Home is a state of mind you'll see I know you've been searching for better days So somehow I hope you hear me say Take it easy Surprise, just open your eyes Come right in, take off your disguise Leave your worries right at the door Watch them as they drop to the floor Oh, I wouldn't yeah. have it any other way I left a room for better days Your life is real, I'm in it, made you shouldn't mm. Feel the need to lose your faith The seasons come and go and change I just hope you'll hear me say Take it easy, yeah Make yourself right at Cameron, it was really, really lovely to speak to you today. And I actually mean that very genuinely. I'm not just saying that because it's about to go on air at some point next week. Um, I It was a real pleasure to talk to you today, Cameron, and I wish you all the best. So make sure that you let us know when your gig is, if it goes ahead in June or later on, because we'll make sure that we share the information. Um, and yeah, all the best. And we'll be following you all the way. Thank you very much, Kirsty. I've, I've really enjoyed this, actually. I will be grooving away. <laughs> Hi, my name's Cameron Ledwidge and this is my track, Sometimes in Love. I hope you enjoy it. One last touch before I give this all up And I know it scared me to think about you in somebody's arms And those three words 
that we would all Where you say I'm fading away And slipping away off of my tongue But I'll always remember The people that we used to be Sometimes in love we get lost Sometimes in love we can find That the truth in our hearts is never the same in our minds It's never the same Sometimes in love we feel whole And sometimes in love we feel nothing at all But our way, yes our way, oh our way Last kiss, I promise I'll make it a good one Cause it's the last one that we will ever know And those three words that we would say Too much faded away And slipped away out of my mouth But I'll always remember The way that you held on to me Sometimes in love we get lost And sometimes in love we can find That the truth in our hearts is Never the same in our minds It's never the same in Sometimes in love we feel whole And sometimes in love we feel nothing at all But our way, yes our way, oh our way Sometimes in love we can lose And sometimes in love can feel like we used so I walk walk away walk away walk away and these last words I never thought I would say but I walk away I walk away I walk away Chief Radio Chief's Briefs